Greg. And I'm Maggie. And welcome back to the Ready or Not podcast. Happy whatever day it is. What in the it's, world? It's is that our washer? Shit. Okay. Hopefully that's not coming through on the microphone. If it is, you guys were just washing some clothes. Um, or a rug that I spilled sauce on, more or less. Uh, <laughs> so I know it's been two weeks since we've posted the podcast. Life got real busy for us. Um, finding time for us to just sit down in front of the computer and we're actually in front of the microphone for two out for an hour or so um these last two weeks have been very scarce because every time that we've been together we've had to go out and do stuff yeah so like i said we try to post every monday sometimes that does sometimes that does not happen it's not our full-time job so don't hold our feet to the fire on this one um but anyways welcome back how are you mate I'm good. 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 I'm. I am good. Um, since the last time we spoke, um, we talked. We. I mean, we got very political. I think, kind of. Well, we got not very whole... political. We got political on our last yes. episode. Um, that's probably not. I mean, that's not. We did get into some politics. That's not what the episode entailed. It was definitely sex education. So I think that's a good topic to revisit one day. Um, and, oh, yeah, and, and steer sure. more into that direction. But today, we wanted to, well, you wanted to... I wanted to talk about arguments yeah. and how to argue constructively. Yeah. <clears throat> well, because, I mean, to be honest, like, every couple argues. Yeah, and if you say you don't, you're you're lying. It, or you're, or <laughs> you're a brand new couple. Or you're a brand new couple. Because we, we used to say, oh, we never argue. We didn't argue for the first we, year of our relationship. A year and a half, maybe. Maybe. Like, we really didn't argue. I think we had disagreements, but they were never arguments. Like, it was like, oh, I think that this is an apple. Oh, I think this is an orange. Yeah. And that, that was the end of it. Like, but now... Like like anyone else, I mean, we are two individuals coexisting yeah. and growing together. We're gonna have arguments, and we have we just have different outlooks on certain yeah, things, yeah. And, and that's and that's okay. That is okay. Maggie and I share so many differences, but we share the core same values. when it comes to core values. Yeah, like for instance, Maggie's not into my movies. I'm not into her drama TV shows. Like. Maggie's not into video games, really, besides unless it's something on the Switch that's very simplistic or something on your DS. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, I'm like, my PlayStation, I want a gaming PC. Like, Maggie uh, likes to paint sometimes. I can't paint to save my life. Um, yeah, I'm a crafty bitch. You are. She's very, <laughs> she's very crafty. I can draw and do graphic design, but, like, we share different hobbies. And it's funny because, like, recently I got into a hobby... And I'm, you're loving it. And I'm, I'm having the, some of the best time of my life mm-hmm. in terms of, like, this freedom that I I don't feel like I've ever experienced to do this. And I'm loving it. And then, you like, that encourages you to be like, oh, I should be looking at a hobby. But it's, like, in the completely opposite direction of what my hobby is. Oh, yeah. Well, and it was very – so y- you can tell them about what you've been doing. Like, what has been your new hobby? Oh, well, I just don't want to brag. Like, I'm not trying no, to – No, talk like, about it. So I started taking jujitsu. Yes. And it's so – it's painful as hell. But it's fun as hell. And you've been – he has been talking about wanting to do this, I think, since I've met him. Yeah. He has been all about it. He did his research. He knew this is what he wanted to do. It was finding the time, the facility, and the, the money, finances yeah. in order to have that freedom to do that. And the fact that like it's 10 minutes from my house mm-hmm. is amazing. 
Oh, and you're loving it. And I oh, love I that love. you love it because it puts you in such a good mood. Yeah. You are so happy. You are gaining some confidence in that area. And I think that that's really great. Yeah. I mean, I've been at it for like, what? It's been over a month. Has it? I Since I started? It's more close uh, to a month. Close to a month. Close to a month. And I try to attend about three times a week. But it's like, it's those little... Victories. It's Yeah. And that's the thing is like, I, th- I think with anything, and this is like, I, this has really taught me a lot with this because... You know, I am, and not to brag, I am well-rounded in many areas. Like, I'm not perfect in any areas, but I can do a little bit of, like, a lot of things. I can do graphics. I can do plumbing. I can work on things. I can, like, I mean, I make mistakes here and there. And But but I'm saying, like, I, like, a lot of people can't even start, they, they can't even, like, if I was just like, hey, you gotta put this here and here, they wouldn't, they don't know what I'm talking about. Well, it's the same for everybody, I think. Well, yeah, but, like, I feel like, and that's... That's been hard for me because, like, when people was like, can you do this? I'm like, yeah, I probably could figure that out. But this, I went in and be like, I know. Like, I admitted defeat day one. And I think that was very important for me because I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm here to learn. And I'm going to set these goals that are so basic that that no matter what, I can't fail at them. But it might take some time to get to them. Mm-hmm. And, like, for instance, I went to class for two weeks and I was like, I didn't attend in one role. I did all. I just did the class and I did the drills and I didn't roll at all. And then two weeks, I'm like, you know what? Next week, I'm going to roll. And I did. And I had a great time rolling. And, you know, and then the last time I rolled, I got my first pass in the full mount. And that was that was exciting as all hell. Um, you know, and I'm finally catching on to some moves. And I'm really good at, like, understanding how the instructor explains things. And I'm actually walking like the person we're drilling with or, or no, dr- not drilling, but doing classwork with that we're light rolling with is that like I'm explaining to him what he was doing. But then when it's my turn to do it, I'm like, I, uh, you know, like I know how it's done. I can tell you how it's done. I can't do it type of thing, which was which is really odd. But like I'm saying, it gave me such a kick in my ego, I guess you could say. It was like, it's OK. You're going to you, you might not get great at this, mm-hmm. but you'll be decent. So with that being said, um, I don't even know where that, that stemmed from. <laughs> no, because we were just, I was just like, it, it's the same. It's like, that's what I really come down to is that's why I think why I am in a good mood that I'm like, I don't have to walk in with this macho attitude. Like, I don't, I know what I'm doing. I don't have to walk in with the, like this thing. Cause like I always growing up in this trauma, I guess, <laughs> um, there was always like, yo, you can't do this. You can't do that. Mm-hmm. And so I had to prove that I could. And I feel like that's this is like kind of a recovery part of it where like I can admit that I don't know how to do something. And I think that's something, I mean, yeah, I think now that you point that out, I think that is something you do struggle with is admitting that you can't do something. Yeah. I think that's because I, a lot of things that I feel personally that I can figure it out. But there, yes. But knowing how to do it and figuring it out are two different things. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. So that's where, I, like, that's kind of where it went from. Like, it, this is kind of like, hey, therapy with Greg. This is like a little breakthrough for me. Like, I'm actually, like, I'm putting that those pieces together right now as we speak. Anyway, um, but I was talking about like how we are different people and how we coexist. And like, my hobby doesn't like that's not something that you're interested in at all. No. So like, we you went in the opposite direction. That's what I'm saying. Like, you can coexist with people who have completely different interests, completely different, you know likes about what like likes and and what they love to Ways do of doing things and, and 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 kind of find a middle ground the 
problem is sometimes you're going to butt heads. Yeah. And I think, you know, <laughs> I think we've been butting heads a lot more lately. Um, I know for me, and I'm not trying to sit here and blame the pregnancy, but I'm a hormonal, irritable girly. And, well, uh, yeah, and I mean, in uh, granted, the argument stems from one thing, and then you'll bring up something else, and then like it gets like it's this. just a big because I hold things in, and the thing is, is I do communicate when things upset me, but then I feel like I'm on thin ice lately, which has been where everything is upsetting me. So I try not to ver- like verbalize that something upsets mm-hmm. me, in hopes that it'll just not upset me anymore. Instead of, because I don't want to come across as being nitpicky. Yeah. I want to come across as being understanding and who I am. But then that builds up, and then once there's that little break in the ice, it all shatters. Yeah. And I think that's that's where that's coming from. And one thing I've noticed that we do, that we're, we're well aware of, and everybody in the comments or anything, whoever watches this either now or 50 years from now listens to this saying oh that's very toxic is we we have the struggle of this we do and you know and, and we recognize that <laughs> and we recognize, and we recognize it mid-argument <laughs> we're like why are we having the struggle olympics right now like who has it worse like what are we doing when we literally share the same but life. i will say like well, it is share similar i will say before dating you i looked at arguments very differently mm-hmm. when i was in other relationships, they were very toxic relationships. They didn't start out toxic, but I think they kind of did. I just didn't, was blinded. Yeah. But in those other relationships, it was always felt like me versus you. Yeah. I had my wall up. I got very defensive. I got very, let me prove how you're wrong. Yeah. And then it wasn't until, I think I might have read something, heard something. I don't know where this like came from. But then once we had started dating and having arguments, it became, it's not you versus me, it's you and me versus the problem. Mm-hmm. And that has been such a game changer, has been looking at it like, okay, let's sort this out, because at the end of the day, we're not against each other, yeah. <laughs> we're on the same team. So how do we sort this out without imploding? Yeah, which I feel we do a very good job with that majority that. of the time. Majority but of the time. But I think it's like, so for instance... I mean, we can talk about it. Go yeah. ahead. So for one, one instance, and this isn't like talking about where this, where, where this idea came from in the recent argument we just had, but this is more or less like coming from where I was talking about the struggle Olympics, where it was like, I remember we were in the car and my weekend was packed. Like I didn't do any of the house cleaning, yeah. any of this stuff. Like I just, and that was because I was finishing up the basement and, you know, I had to go do stuff. I had, I forget, I had to do something with my dad, I believe. And I was just trying to catch up on school. Like. It was just so much going on that I just didn't have time to deep clean the house like I usually do every weekend, which has been yeah been changing. Um, but I remember you'd be like, I just like, and and you were having just a bad day, like everything was falling out of place for yeah. you, and then me just not getting the house clean was just like oh. Like I did do the laundry. Are you talking about when I got home and dinner wasn't ready? It was it was cooking still. No, you hadn't even started it. Which which it was it was leftovers. Oh you, yeah, it was just warming I didn't, up. Food, I didn't even warm up, the but food. you didn't even start yet. And normally I call you on the way home just at one to talk to yeah. you, but two to kind of give you a heads up, like hey, I'm ten minutes away, mm-hmm. like let's start dinner. But um, and normally it's just that expectation. I think you had me like, okay, I 
it's like it almost became an expectation, which it was yeah. never like agree that this is supposed to be this way. Yeah. But it's like coming home, I know dinner's gonna be ready, I know the house is gonna be clean, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So then coming home and being like, there's no dinner here, I'm literally starving. Like <laughs> So but what the I was house saying looks like shit. Is <laughs> like, that like is that you were like, oh, I had a bad day. All I wanted was dinner. All I wanted was a house clean. And I was like, well, I've been doing this and this and this. And, like, I didn't have time to do this and this. You're like, but I... And, like, it just became, it just this, became competition this competition. Of who like, has, who it has tougher, it worse? Who had, who had the tougher day or the tougher weekend? And I think we recognize and we'll stop and be like, why are we doing this? Like, we will sit there and be like, why are we... Why are we sitting here acting like one of us has it worse than the other? We're trying to compete for who has it worse and trying to gain some... Like, we... And then we just started laughing. Yeah, and that happens all the time. This is ridiculous. Like, why are we struggle Olympics right now? Like, I just... (laughs) It's not constructive arguments, It's not. And we do normally construct... Like, I know, like, tips of the trade, and this is something that I try to do, is remove myself. Yeah. And this was with our most recent... Our most recent argument, I had to look at you and say, I need to go upstairs... And I need to take a few minutes to calm down. I'm. What, I don't even remember how that started. What it started with? Oh, it started with the holes. Oh, because we you were so hanging we, up the cameras. So we just got uh, a doorbell camera, and we had blink cameras, but they weren't all they weren't there. all up there because we didn't have cord hiders. Yes. We only had enough. And so I was like, I just was like, oh, well, I'll just start putting them up because since we got the camera, let's get everything linked to the sink box that we got. And I'll put up all the cameras in the house, and I go, if I don't have the cords right now, I'll order the stuff and get it done. Yeah. So, and then I, so this was like, God, when did we put that up? Like, not eight, nine months ago? It was ago? like when we moved in. Yeah, was, well, not that up there. No. Like that, because we, we didn't have cord hiders. We haven't even, li- we've only lived here for like eight months. <laughs> okay, so maybe four months yeah. ago, five months, was, somewhere yeah. in the distance. But anyways, I put it up and I asked Maggie, because she has the app on her phone, I said, can you flip these upside down and flip the camera? And she said, no, you cannot. So I said, okay. So now that I got the app and as I was installing them, I realized, oh, you can flip the camera upside down and then flip the picture. Mm -hmm. So thus, I did that. And then she was like, or the whole thing. I go, well, yes. And then she lost it. And I was like, well, not right now. I didn't lose it. Well, you were very upset that there were holes in the walls. And I was like, she was very upset there was holes in the walls. And I tried to explain to you, there was right now, but once I was done, there wasn't going to be. Mm-hmm. And then you were like, the pain on the ceiling, and then it no, just became... It just, <laughs> Not the, the ceiling. The, 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 the changing table door looks awful, and like, it just became... It just, like, honestly, it was like the tip of the iceberg. And I will be honest, the ceiling issue, I... The night that I came home from work and you were, well, watched wrestling, remember, and you showed yeah. me and I saw that, I actually literally cried in our room for, like, half an hour before I came downstairs. And I was, like, hoping you didn't hear me cry because <laughs> I was, like, I just was so upset. But I didn't want to tell you I was upset because I was, like, he's trying. <laughs> and that was, like, the shittiest feeling. And so, why am I crying right now? <laughs> but, like... So, for instance, we... Because so I we, don't try to hurt your feelings. Yeah, like, well... Well, let's backstory on the ceiling issue. And again, you can probably, you can make a case for both of our points. Here. Yeah. So what happened was, is that we had to repaint over the room because it was our office. Thus, now it's turning into a nursery. And with the place we're currently living, for some reason, they do not want command strips. 
They said put no holes in the wall so they can add the 11th coat of paint over top the other 11 coats of paint. Um, the old landlord special, which again, it's a nice place we live in, but they do take a cheap route on a lot of things. But again, we live in rural Pennsylvania. Uh, and So the holes needed to be spackled. So the holes got need spackled, and now it became this problem of trying to match paint with the wall. And we had like probably like seven, eight, nine samples and I could and then eventually I went to Walmart and I seen a sample that looked almost like an article to our wall. And I was like, okay, that's it. So instead of getting paint at Walmart, because I got it that night, I went to Lowe's the next day and matched the paint, but they were like, Do you want a gloss? I was like, Well, I can't shit, I can't remember if our walls are glossy or not glossy. Mm-hmm. So I got semi-gloss. I didn't get too big of a gloss. I was like, oh, this should be fine. And then I painted over the holes and it you you could tell. Yeah. You could just tell. So pause and story. In my head, I would think, okay, go get a mat and just go over the little hole spots that you painted with the gloss. Yeah. But in your head, now we need to paint the whole room in gloss. Correct? Well, yeah. I mean, because I, well, I already bought a quart of paint. And I was like, But oh. you also thought a quart of paint was going to cover four because, walls. Because, <laughs> because here's the thing. Because I was like, well, I'm, not, I'm using a very light coat here. But it's still, like... Be for real. And I did get two and a half walls done <laughs> with that paint. So it was one and a half. It was two. Uh, but anyway, um, and so, anyways, I was just like, screw it. I'll paint the whole room just because. Because again, what like say I would have used the matte paint and it wouldn't have been correct. Like it wouldn't have been accurate. You could still probably see like a but little bit. It would have been cheaper. It would have been cheaper. It saved you so much more time. It would have. But anyways, so I'm painting the room, and as I'm painting the room, I'm trying to get the edges. Mm-hmm. And I asked, which I I will admit I have a problem of being like, please be careful, please do this, please do that, and I was very specific. Please be careful in her room. She has stuff in her room. Yeah. And please be careful with the ceilings, the floors, like all of it. Oh yeah, yeah, I already know all that. Then continue, please. So I was rolling, and then my paint roller went to the ceiling. Mm-hmm. I was stretching, and I didn't mean to go up that high, and I did, and I touched the ceiling with the paint roller. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, fine, whatever. It's one little spot, and it was fine. And I was like, I'll just paint over it. Mm-hmm. So thus, I was rolling and rolling and rolling, and I, then I started using the paintbrush, and I could not just get a line right. And I told you I was bad at painting. And I started getting more on the ceiling. I'm like, well, shit. I was like, all right, I'll just pay, I'll just go get the right color, like a little like a little court, and just cover around the edges. So at that point, I was reckless on the ceiling because I was like, I'm gonna cover this up anyways, and I'm gonna have to buy another quart of paint. Mm-hmm. Again, could have it have been avoided? Absolutely. Yes. Did it happen? And does it look good now? Yes, it looks fine. Yeah. So I mean, in all in all. Did it cost more money and did it take me more time? And did I yes. cry about it for a week? Yes. Did it take me more time? Yes. But the end result was it looked fantastic. And I wouldn't say fantastic. It looks like <laughs> we, it looks just as well as it did when we moved. It looks fine and I appreciate you doing it. What I didn't appreciate was you being reckless with it and I think that's where the problem was. And I didn't mean to be reckless, but then once I've made enough once I made the mistake that I was like, okay, it's just gonna I'm gonna have to paint this anyways. I'll just paint the whole thing that way. I can get in the edges of the corners me, and make everything match. That, to me, felt like you didn't care enough to be careful. That's what that felt like. Was, okay, but, but, I got it on one spot. I'm going to continue to get on the rest of the ceiling now because now I can just go quicker and get this done faster instead of taking my time 
and being careful like she specifically asked me to. But I did take my time to be careful. I went ahead and I, t- I you getting a ring around the ceiling is not. You I taped all the outlets and everything and didn't get paid on any of those. No, just the ceiling. Just ceiling, and you can't even tell. Oh so yeah, whole wrap around. Yeah, the wrap around, and you can't even tell. It's all covered up now. Mm-hmm. And the room looks great. Looks fantastic. Anywho, it was just a build up. It was a build up of things. I was upset. And then it just wa- watching him put more holes in the wall just like triggered me. I don't know. I just like. But here's my. I just got so but, but triggered. The thing with the, the holes in the walls, the thing is like they're so tiny holes too. I you, don't care. And you can notice it. But. We have gigantic cracks in it's our It's not walls. a crack. That is a huge ass It's a crack. covered crack. And you could tell it's covered. They but didn't you know sand what? that The down. difference is, is they did that. Yeah. You didn't But And that. then there's a hole down there. They did that. And you did this not. is all over the place. The difference, is, there, the difference is, the difference is, you did it. But that, but the, the problem is, is that you chew my head off sometimes about here. these, the holes when you should be calling this place up and being the like, let me is, tell you something what's going on. The problem on. is, is that we have worked really hard to get to where we are. Mm-hmm. And I am proud of the things that we have. And I want to feel good having nice things. Yeah. I want to feel prideful for having nice things. Mm-hmm. But when things get fucked up with it, I get very angry because I feel like those nice things that we have worked so hard for are getting ruined by somebody that helped worked for them. But then so they're that getting was fixed. but that's mm, I'm tired of shit getting fixed. Like But that's I, but you got well so again and, and and like not to argue about it, but the thing is is that you wanna own a house one day. Yes, I wanna own a house that's not a fixer upper. No, it doesn't have to be a fixer upper. I know things you, get fixed in homes. That's not news to me, but we have been constantly fixing shit for months. That is frustrating. We didn't fix the basement. We did fix it. No, the we didn't fix it. There was nothing wrong with the basement. We updated the basement to make it look better. Mm-hmm. Fixing something is fixing something that is... No, it's not. Fixing is something that is broken. Yes. There's been a lot of broken things in this house. That wasn't our fault. That were our fault. No. Anyways. Did we fix that door? Yes. No, we put a new one on. That's so we got, No, it's not. You don't fix something that's broken. I mean, that's not broken. No. Can't even say the same it's, thing. Right? It's not, if it's broken, then it needs to be. Can we fixed. talk about how to constructively argue instead of arguing? I mean, this Thank is you. Thank this, you. this is constructive. The pro okay. So back to this. There are certain points in arguments where I just get too upset, and I feel like I'm going to say something I'm going to regret. So I have to remove myself mm-hmm. because I don't want to hurt your feelings. Yeah. We have neighbors that argue and oh say God. that. They- <laughs> We have neighbors so we that have, have been arguing more lately. Oh, a lot more. And the problem is they have kids. They have children, and it makes me very upset because they are arguing in front of said children. Which, and they are screaming at the top of their lungs. Which is very frustrating because, I guess for me, my parents never argued in front of us. Mm-hmm. If they, I didn't think my parents argued because it never was in front of us. Yeah. And if they did argue, they argued very quietly and in secret because I never, never witnessed it. Yeah. And I appreciated not knowing my parents were having problems or having whatever problem they were having. So, and that's how I want, you know, I don't want us arguing, screaming, name calling, which we don't name call anyways, but I don't want us screaming and arguing in front of our our child. Yeah. And so for them next door to argue and scream at each other and call each other names in front of children, 
not really the vibe. I mean, it's awful. I mean, we hear it, especially the last two weeks. It's been a while. Have been real bad. And then the one time I come home from work a little early. Well, earlier than I usually do. And (laughs) I said, um, is he about to puke? Yeah. Oh, okay. Say long. We'll get him. Anyways, anyway, we were, we're talking about, um. Sorry, we had to pause. Our cat was trying to, to throw like up on the carpet. Looking like he was going to throw up. But, um, so we have neighbors and they, I was coming home from work early one one day and. They had the window open. They had the window open and he is screaming at her. And he. <laughs> I don't know why. Should I, should I even say it? I don't know. Like, it's literally <laughs> putting somebody's business out on the air. I don't know. It's so funny. It's, I don't know so why. I, I open the door. I open my car door. I'm on the phone with you. And I just hear, you are a sloppy fuck. You're a sloppy fuck. You're a sloppy fuck. And she's like, don't talk to me that way in front of my kid. You sloppy fuck. And she goes, don't call me that. And he's like, you sloppy. And he just kept repeating it. And listen, it's not funny in the grand scheme things. Because like, I would literally leave horrific. you if you spoke to me that way. It is horrific. But... but I will say she she is a fucking bitch. She is not the nicest lady we've ever met. Um, but at the same time, like I feel like there's such like stere- stereotypical arguments. Yeah. You're a whore. You're a bitch. You're a slut. Yeah. He went so deep to call her a sloppy fuck. <laughs> That's like the worst. Like that is so. Like he, I think if you were calling that, bre- I would. That's been brewing. Like you know that because like, that's not something you think of on the spot. Like, you don't look over and somebody's cup is on the table and go, oh, you sloppy fuck. That is something that has been, like, constant instances of, like, messes everywhere. And, like, him just coming home, like, picking it up like the sloppy fuck, like, one day. And he he just waited. He brewed it in the pot of tea and then let it out with the window open. So the whole neighborhood knew that she was a sloppy fuck. It wasn't the fact that she had to know. Everyone had to know that she... Is in fact the sloppy fuck. I have never even <laughs> thought of those two words together. I never, yeah. Until this happened. You know, here's the. Here, I think my one of my favorites is still Evil Bitch. I think that was. That took the cake. But here's the thing, right? Speaking of that, I don't think I've ever used the word sloppy besides just talking about <laughs> sloppy Joes. Like, even if somebody is, like, literally sloppy and they've got something all over them, I'm like, they're disgusting or they're messy. <laughs> Sloppy. He went with sloppy. He really took the knife. And he and just knew. Turned it. He knew the word that would hurt the most was going to be sloppy, the, which the you refer to as a sandwich. If you would have called, if you would call me that, I would be so pissed. I would. I would be mad for you if I called you that. It's almost like calling someone lazy. No, it's I, it is. no because sloppy is one of those words that are like not pleasant to the ears. It's like moist and I, like it's not pleasant. It's sloppy. Can't breathe. No, but I'm saying like it puts it on the same level of offense as like you lazy fuck. Like no, because I I think lazy fuck is common. No, I know. I'm that's sure a lazy fuck. Like, no, that's like, a common. But I think of being called names. Yeah. By your partner. Well, yeah. Being if you would call me lazy, I'd be like, "You motherfucker." <laughs> like, but, but here's the thing: is I agree with you. Nobody, you shouldn't name call your partner. No. My whole thing was, is that he's using phrases that are very uncommon. 
He just call threw people, it on it. Because he knew what Honestly, he was Honestly, he seems like a toxic guy. I mean, remember, they when both... he, you remember when he was arguing, he's like, you're not going to help me get a Lambo? Like, but we're, yeah. we're Lambo. Neither is living in this part of Pennsylvania. <laughs> we live in rural PA. <laughs> you're more likely to get a Tesla. <laughs> you are. I've seen those more. Yeah. I've never seen a Lambo. That's and what the I'm fact, the, Where do you think we live? Los Angeles? As like a 27-year-old guy... I've realized that getting a Lambo is not the pinnacle of life. No. You know what the pinnacle of life is for me? And I think I've told you this. What? Like, once I know I've made it is when I've been able to afford a cordless Dyson vacuum. Like, that, that is, like, top tier, I've made it in life. That's how I know I made it. I see that. Yeah. I mean, I it's like, it's like $700 for a vacuum. We, well, we were watching, what was it? It was like poor thinking versus... What's wrong with these rich people? Was it Shameless that this was happening? Oh, on Shameless. Yeah, and it like, was like... Rich people cause problems. Rich people kiss their dogs. And it was like... <laughs> rich people wash their cars. Yeah. And that, like, brought them... Wash their cars. Is, yeah, why... Yeah. Go to a car wash. And I told Greg, I said, you know what? I actually didn't wash my car until I met him. Mm-hmm. He was like, what? And I said, yeah, the rain washes my car. Rain does not wash your car. <laughs> But yeah, it does. If it rains hard enough, it gets all the bugs. It, get, it gets stuff off of it, but it yeah. but it, it's but a little it's, car free car it, wash. But it's rainwater. It's not clean water. But that's where it's like, I mean, we're de- we're far from rich or thing. But I like my idea is that if you take care of something, it lasts longer. Yes, just like a relationship. Yeah. Oh, everything like everything requires practice and effort. You never like. I don't care what anyone says. Um, I don't care if you've been plumbing, carpentry, architecture, uh, inventing, electrician, welder. If you think that you are the best and you've mastered it already, you've already failed. You've already, you're no longer the best. Yeah. You have to, and unlike sports, like these, these fighters and people are like, I'm the best, like I'm the best around. And granted, there's stats to prove that. But you always, like to me, but they always improve to stay the best. You always have to keep improving. You always have to keep working. I actually was watching uh, this thing where this couple goes to couple counseling. Yeah. And they're like, we have no issues as a couple. Mm-hmm. We just go to couple counseling because we're always working on our relationship. Yeah. Like, there's nothing broken. We're just making sure it sustains where it's at. Yeah, and honestly, there's nothing wrong with that. I think, I mean, we did our little stunt couple stunt But ours was not good. Ours was not productive. She was not. So I was trying to trap you. <laughs> like... Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Didn't she say, like, if I think you... She's like, you don't need to get pregnant to keep him around. Yeah. And I was like, that wasn't the fuck? What we were trying to get pregnant. <laughs> it wasn't That's... like I was just trying to keep you. <laughs> that wasn't what we were saying. Oh, yeah, she was... She, um... She was, do not recommend. I don't recommend. But here's the thing. I think the problem with her was, was that she wanted... She wanted to help fix a problem that wasn't there. She wanted, honestly, I think it would have been more beneficial if your mother was there. Oh, yeah. I think that's what she was expecting. Because she even said in the first session, typically we do this with the problem. Yeah. Like, that problem, we have to face it head on. And we already knew she wasn't going to agree to come to therapy and, and No, us. because every time I've done therapy with her, and I still remember we went to this one dot, we went to this one therapist, and... She was like, he doesn't come out and watch movies with me. It's fine. It's whatever. Right. And then mm. she would say something else and they're like, it's fine, whatever. And she went, I feel there's a lot of guilt tripping going on here. 
And she's and like, we're she, never going to the She's like, I'm never going back to that bitch. Exactly. She always takes your side. And that's the problem. Nobody was able to agree with my side, even though, like, n- there's no right and wrong. Nobody was but, allowed to agree, agree with yeah, your side because, it, because she because had to be Because it painted her in a light that mm-hmm. she was the problem. When you're a narcissist, you're always the victim. Yeah, and that's that's that was, like, the problem with it. So, like, we knew she was never going to come to therapy. Like, with my therapist now, she, which what I find interesting is, like, I don't know if it's avoidance on my end or, you know, um, just not, like, not want to get it. But, like, I, I talk about other things that isn't my mother. Yeah. And then she'll always ask, well, how's the, what's going on with your mom? And I'm like, oh, shit, like, we're revisiting this. Which part of me wants to get out, but part of me just, like, I feel like I'm getting to a good place. But I feel like it's good to also backtrack on trauma. Yeah. And unpack. Well, That's we, a whole other episode. But that is. But the thing is, like, I handle... And I actually had this conversation with one of my employees... Well, my co-workers today, our, our secretary. And I was like, I just hate that I can't experience life the way normal people do. Meaning? I don't experience emotions like you do. I don't experience... And again, I used to. I used to be, I used to be very, not, well, I wouldn't say in touch, but I used to be very emotional. I would cry. I was always very, very joyful. I would get surprised. I would get excited. I would get like all this stuff. And I don't experience that on the level that most people do anymore. It takes a lot to get me to a certain point. Like I come home very happy and excited about this new thing I'm learning. And you've seen that. I was very excited to go to this concert, but like. Little things. I'm not excited for birthdays. I'm not excited for, like, regular holidays. Maybe Christmas I get excited for, but not to the level that you do or that your family does or that nor- most normal people do. And I'm hoping that changes when we have have our child, and I'm hoping I can attain that level of excitement, but I just feel bad. Because I don't want people to think that I'm not interested or that I'm not happy about these things. It's just I don't express emotions or feel emotions the way most people do. Maybe I'm a sociopath. No, I think you just are traumatized. But I think that's a lot of things. Like, I feel like I've I've experienced my emotions have always been so high that my body was just done with it. My body was just like, or my brain was just like, you cannot See, keep living is, on this high As I think you, well, in a way, that is like a thing, though. Like, if you have, like, an overload of too many of one emotion, like, it's almost like you lose those touch You become emotions. numb to it, yeah. Yes, but I think... You do ex- you do experience emotions. I didn't say I did it. No, but I'm saying you do. But, but I'm not saying like on average. But I'm saying like you do. Like I know you had said before, like oh, I'm not going to cry when this happens, or I'm not going to cry when this happens. You cried when you proposed. I did, and but here's my thing: why I don't know if it was because I was happy. I was so nervous, even though I knew you were going to say yes. The whole thing was going on with my mom. I really wanted to do this. I called my dad. I talked to your mom. I was really nervous leading up to it because, I, because again, was I crying because was I crying because I I was happy? Yes, but was I crying also because like this was a big step? I did like all these things where I blocked my mom. I, I shut my. I put my phone on do not disturb, and that was I never done that before. Mm-hmm. I like there were so many like different milestones. I, I told her I was doing it no matter what she thought, even though I was just looking for some advice because I was really, really nervous. And then, like, I think at the, like, after it happened, all that emotion just let out. Yeah. Like, all that buildup of, like, the nervousness and the, the like, the scariness and then the, the hat kind, like, partially the happiness and, like, all this stuff, it just all flooded. And I was like, it's over. Yeah. And I just let it all out. And, and that's why, like, I've never cried during a movie. I've never cried during a song. I've never cried during a TV show. And that's not, like, me trying to be, like, oh, I'm a tough, manly man. I just never have, have had that. 
experience. Well, that's not abnormal, because, like, I know, like, for my, like, my dad doesn't cry very often, but I notice he does, he's gotten, like, he does cry when it, it matters, I mm-hmm. think. Like, and that goes with, like, I've mentioned before, like, oh, you're gonna cry when we get married. Yeah. Or you're gonna cry when our daughter's born. You're like, nah, I don't know. And I'm like, no, I know you are. Like, well, just, like so, for, so, for instance, like, we just had our anatomy scan done. Yeah. And... I don't know. I, I don't. I don't. I, I don't know how to phrase this without making it sound. I wouldn't say mean, but different. We've had these early losses, yes. so my excitement every time that we conceived was just. Shot. It had faded. It had faded. So even with the heartbeats and all this stuff, like I could see, like you were teary and crying and very happy, and I was happy for you, but I just didn't feel that yet. Mm-hmm. I did not feel any of that. I mean, I felt like, oh, oh, we have a daughter coming. That's really cool. But it still didn't register. Mm-hmm. Like, even with the most recent, like, one where we've seen her in the ultrasound, bottom of the sack, whatever. Like, I was like, this just doesn't register. Or 11 weeks scan? Yeah, whatever. Oh, okay, yeah. I was like, this just doesn't register. And we do, the, you know, the, the Doppler every night. And I'm just like, oh, that's... And I'm like, oh, look at that. That's cool. The there she is, yeah. But, like, not... not the, the excitement's not there. Mm-hmm. This recent one, on the other hand... Mm-hmm. I started feeling my eyes getting heavy. Really? A little bit. I did. And I was like, oh, sh- like, this is cool. Like, there she is. But I'll be honest with you, after an hour, I'm like, okay, I'm done with this. <laughs> like, I know. Well, okay. So, and for those of you that have had an anatomy scan, they're not just like, oh, here's your picture. Like, yeah. they're looking for everything. everything. They're looking for bones, measurements. They're looking at, like, the heart chambers. They're, they're looking for, like, blood flow, renal function. Like, they're looking at all of it. They're looking at the cord, they're looking at the placenta, they're looking at the cervix, they're looking at the flu, they're looking at everything. Yeah. So it takes a while, and she wasn't cooperating. No. <laughs> she cooperated for a bit, and then she's like, gotta go. <laughs> but, um, I, I felt very excited. I've always been, I've been excited. I think, I understand where that wall up is, though. Yeah. Because I experienced that, too, early on. Mm-hmm. I think, because we were getting these positives, they were getting darker, they were going away. Or they were getting darker, and I would start bleeding, or we'd have a beta, and it'd be negative at that point, because I was already bleeding. And it was just like, it, you couldn't be excited without having a guard. Well, and that's the thing, and, and I feel like I could tell you this it now. Would, yeah, no. Because now I am more, like, actually excited. Mm-hmm. Before, I was kind of like... Nervous. Like, I was like, maybe, you know, I, I, I just, none of it felt real. But I, I kept that mask on to being like, oh, I was supportive of you, because I didn't want you to go through yeah. Because I know how every time you would get your period, it would, and I imagine getting here and it would have happened. Oh my God, like I couldn't even imagine how you would have. So I yeah. had to, to me, I felt like I had to be that positive reinforcement yeah. to kind of be like, oh, it's all good. Like, oh yeah, I'm very excited. But in the back of my head, I'm like, I don't think this, this might not even happen. Like yeah. that was still there. Then now it's like, oh, this is real. This is my yeah. daughter. This is cool. Yeah. And like, I'll, I'll go to work. Like, want to see my baby? And I'll be like, <laughs> like, right. And I'm like, look, it's the heart. Isn't that so cool? You can see yeah. it pumping. Like, I, I truly am. And I think, I think it, it definitely, this has been different for sure. And I will say, you know, our losses being so early. Yeah. We had a lot of firsts in this pregnancy. Mm-hmm. We had a lot of firsts, like good betas. We had yeah. a lot of firsts, like ultrasounds and heartbeats and, now we're like past viability and like she's kicking like crazy mm-hmm. and she's a big girl and she- yeah i'm raising a d1 basketball player <laughs> she's she's a tall girl and she's a big girl and like you know that's something 
that's so amazing. And I think, you know, that's really interesting to hear that, like, you were almost, like, with your guard up still until this point. Yeah. I, okay, know, I thought after our ultrasounds, you started feeling better. No, I, I still was just, like, and, and I was still kind of just just very... And the thing is, like, this is what I kind of do like about doing the podcast, is it gives us a chance to talk about topics. and Because, yeah. like, we'll sit here and we'll talk, and then we'll go watch some TV. Yeah. Like, and again, I think constructive criticism, and sure, we're doing it in front of Mike, and we could never post this episode, I'd be okay. Yeah. Um, but I think it's, I think it's, it's so cool and, and crazy how, like, I don't know, I just never was, I, and that, I had a lot of fear of that going in because I'm like, man, I don't feel what she's feeling. I don't feel this connection. I don't yeah. feel this, I don't feel like this. This excitement or this overwhelming. So, like, am I not going to have this feeling when my daughter's born? Am I not going to have this feeling like when I meet her? I don't want to be this distant. I don't want to be that father that she's like, yeah. oh, well, dad, I don't know if dad loved me or not. And then when this happened, like, kind of that fear kind of went away mm-hmm. because, like, oh God, I do care. I do love her. Yeah. Like, I, this is awesome. And, like, it's starting to feel real. And, like, the problem, and I knew that wasn't the case all the time because I remember this recent Christmas. Yeah. Um, especially. I would walk through the aisles and I would see toys and I'd be like, oh, and like, oh, and like, and I see these people Christmas shopping. I'm like, oh, that's so cool. And I would see all these things and I would be like, oh God, I can't wait to be a dad. So I would get that experience and that joy of like wanting to be yeah. a dad. But then I just never knew if it was going to happen. Yeah. Because we, I mean, this was a hard road. Yeah. To get here. Yeah. Like, and we're still not through it. No. Like, no, but we are in a, such a better place. Oh, yeah. And I think, honestly, and there was a lot of nerves. And I think they do have a saying, like, where it's, you know, you as a mom or, like, as somebody carrying the baby, you build that connection almost instantly. Like, mm-hmm. you see that positive test and you, you have a bond. Yeah. For For a father or another parent that's not carrying the baby you, a lot of times you don't have that connection until the baby's born. Yeah. And that's something that's very common. But I will say, like, it it has been like you're holding your breath. Mm-hmm. Like, I know, for, especially dealing with what we had dealt with prior to this, I was holding my breath till we got through the first trimester. Yeah. I was, I held my breath every appointment, every test, every, everything. It was, first it was all the betas. That it was the first ultrasound. That it was the second ultrasound that we heard a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Then it was, okay, then it's our 11-week one. Just, does she still have a heartbeat? Yeah. Then it was our NRPT. Is she genetically okay? Is she going to make it? Okay, let's get to our, you know, let's get to this next ultrasound. Is she going to have a heartbeat every week when we listen for her? Or do we freak out if we don't hear one? Then it was, oh my god, I'm having a weird cramp. Is this the end? <laughs> like, yeah. And then it was, okay, like... You know, we made it past the first trimester, so, like, our chances of miscarriage have gone down significantly, but it's never zero. It's never gone. And then it was, oh, my God, we made it halfway. Then it was, oh, my God, we made it to viability. <laughs> like, oh, my God, <laughs> like, she's good. And that it's just been one, oh, my God, one step, one step, one step. And that's where I felt on my end that I was like, we both don't need to be doing that. Yeah, I think, so that's, but that's the thing. Like, I was doing head- it. And I was, I was verbalizing that I was doing it. In my head, I was I was like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't yeah. know. But then to you, I was like, oh, no, it's okay. Everything's yeah. going fine. Everything's cool. Well, like, because I, I think you needed that positive. But now I, like, I feel it. like I can tell you that, hey, I really do believe that now. Yeah. And I'm not really having those negative thoughts yeah. anymore. Because like this really showed me something. Yeah. Different. She, I get so emotional every time I see her. 
And, like, I still open those pictures up constantly. And I'm like, look at her little face. <laughs> like, I'm, like, oh, I, so I open, in love with I her. Open, I show people all the time. I'm, so, for instance, one of my coworkers um, who left, mm-hmm. not the secretary, but the other one, yeah. who, who wanted me to take her job. Yeah. She came by today. Yeah. Because uh, apparently the whole therapy group or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, they they ordered out to eat. Yeah. And I didn't order anything because, I mean, I, they asked, but I was like, no, I don't like Chinese food. Yeah. And she came by, I was like, and she went, oh, I heard you having a girl. I said, yeah, you want to see pictures? And then like, <laughs> she was like, yeah, of course. And then I was like showing the thing and I, I still was like, it's so cool. And then like one of your classmates who works with me. I was showing her, and I was like, look, like, I was, and, like, I was showing her, and I was like, look, that's the heart, and she was, oh, that's so cool, I go, yeah, right, I was like, you can actually see yeah. the flutters, and then I was like, and you know what's even crazier, and I swiped all the way back, and I was like, this was our forest ultrasound, yeah. and she was, where is it, I said, it's that little, <laughs> it's dot. little dot, she, and I go, now look at it, it's a D1 basketball player. <laughs> she, I just, I get so, I'm just so in love with her, I, every, everything, I am, and, like, this pregnancy has not been easy, but by far. And the thing is, though, I would do this a million times over. A million times. I would do this all over. I mean, <laughs> literally be gagging. <laughs> like, I'll call you on the way home from work, and I'm like, <laughs> I really, I do not like it when you call me from on your way home from work before you get in your car. Oh, why? Because I hate the sound your car makes when it comes. Oh, <laughs> everyone like, does. It's awful. It's, like... <laughs> La- it's so loud. Is it? it I don't know what it so sounds like loud. on the other One day end. I'm going to have to call you. From the car? From your phone and start your car up. And let it And then out. have you on my okay. phone. Okay. It's it's off. It's so loud. It bursts your eardrums. <laughs> it's the worst. It's, it's like. I've never heard that. It's literally like. On my end it says doo-doo. Like, yeah, I hear the doo-doo after I hear all that static. So it's literally like, so like, you're talking to me, and then all of a sudden, it sounds like somebody's murdering a 1930s to 40s, 40s, 50s television set, (laughs) and then, then I hear your voice kind of in there, and then I hear, doo-doo, and then everything's fine. But it's literally the worst. It's, it's, it's the worst second. It's, it's awful. Alright, so to get back. To what we were supposed to do. Here's the thing, guys, if you're going to realize We never stay stay on topic. But that's okay. Because I don't... Is it? Yes, because, <laughs> because when we first started, we were going to be like, oh, we're going to give real good information. But I think us just communicating and seeing how we interact and us being open with these stories is showing people, hey, they're, I, I can kind of pick up what they're doing. And we're, again, we're no by far not a perfect relationship. No. I don't think that exists out there, people. I don't think a perfect relationship is a real thing. No, I don't either. Everybody has their flaws. Everybody has their quirks. Everybody has their issues. But As the great, great Hannah Montana once said, <laughs> nobody's perfect. But everybody makes mistakes. Everybody does. But everybody I has say, these days. I would not want to do this with anyone else. I wouldn't want to do this with anyone else. And I love the life that we're creating. It's and I love. It's been a roller coaster. Yeah, it's been. And been we a good one. and you know what? Arguing is healthy. People, it's all right to argue unless you you're crowd, next year, unless you're next door and you're calling people sloppy fucks. <laughs> you gotta get stuff off your chest. Sometimes. It's okay. And you know what? Sometimes. It's, you know, we were for a while, like, and sometimes we still do. It's like, what do you need from me? Yeah. You need to vent. You need to argue. Well, yeah. You need to back you up. Like, and, what and, do you need? You know what? Let's pop, let's pop into that real quick yeah. before, before we wrap up. The one fascinating thing that I learned when discussing with you, when I would come home mm-hmm. and I would start bitching and moaning about something. Yeah. 
You bet. Okay. Before you continue, what do you want from me? Do you want to advice? Me just? Do you want yeah. advice? Do you just want me to listen? Like I just need to know. And I go. I don't know. Like, because it was so weird the first time you yeah. did that. I'm like, uh, I don't know how I wanted you. I how do I respond to that? <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know how I want you to respond to what I'm saying. I don't know if I want advice. Well, I don't know if I want... And you know where that stemmed from was I felt like I was just offering advice. And then when you weren't utilizing it, I was like, so why the fuck did you ask? But you never asked for advice. Yeah. So I think for me, that was me take making the situation and being like okay what do you need from me is this just you needing the vent yeah or do you want actual advice here because i can give you advice or i can just be a listening ear i can match your energy be like yeah she's a bitch <laughs> or like i can do whatever you need you just tell me what you need i think that was very beneficial for us too yeah because you and i deal with a lot of day-to-day stressors and i utilize my therapy to talk about day-to-day and you know what and and, and not to like pat us on the back yeah. and being like oh my god like we're Look the at best us, yeah yeah we we take on, and from what I hear about you and from what you hear about me, we t- at work, we take on a majority of the shit. Oh, my God. Yes. Like, it's always coming. We are the hardest workers and the lowest paid ones. Like, it's literally <laughs> like we're coming in. And, like, I don't want to share my, some of my fellow employees because I love some of them. Mm-hmm. But it always feels like I'm batting clean up. Yeah. Like, I'm, like, I'm coming in. And then, like, the minute I don't do something correctly or the minute that I let something lack... I get, like, I had that one coworker said, we could be doing better. This, there was trash before, and this guy's urinal wasn't empty. I was like, I was literally playing secretary and aide and trying to, to train somebody. Like, I, sorry. I off my back. Like, I didn't catch everything. And to this day, and it's probably pity, you, she was on my shit list, and I don't barely speak to her anymore. But you know what the thing is? I You hear it from me every weekend. Yeah. I come in every weekend. I play catch up from the week. Yeah. From people not doing their jobs. And I set myself up for a good weekend, and I set myself, my coworkers up for a yeah. better week. I leave that place way better than I found it, dealing with shit from the doctors, dealing with shit from the nurses, dealing with shit from downstairs. Like, I I deal with a lot of shit, and you know what? It's just it's just part of the shit. Like, I come in and I reorganize patients' rooms oh, yeah. and clean them and make sure everything's But the thing up. is, anyways, you and I deal with a lot of shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. We deal with a lot of work stress and life stress, money stress. Like, we're dealing with a lot of stuff. And and you know what? For the you people who go to work and do just your job, kudos to you. Kudos to you. I wish I had that mentality. And I'm, we are anxious and have to prove ourselves. <laughs> not, not even have to prove us because, like, we work in healthcare. Yeah. And I do, like just because I'm getting paid shitty and my other coworkers aren't putting in the effort I am, this person doesn't deserve to suffer. No, your mom, dad, grandma, grandpa—they don't deserve to have a shit day because my coworker doesn't want to do their job, or my coworker before me didn't want to do their job. Yeah. Heck no. So, I mean, all in all, come in full circle here. It's good to argue. Yeah, it's good to get things off your chest, but it's even—it's better and healthy to argue constructively. It's you and your partner against the problem, not you versus. And, your and just so you know, and I'll add this in there. Yeah. If you're at the point and in your head you're like, this person's a sloppy fuck. If that's what you're thinking, walk away. And you know Just what? I away. used to say, I even said this at work this weekend. I always knew the relationship was coming to an end where everything they did just pissed me off. Yeah. Like, that's when I knew this needs to, like, mm-hmm. we need to just wrap it up. But, yeah. Yeah. And, say, and again, if you're at that point, and, and that's another thing, like, if you guys are arguing all the time, it's okay to end things. Yeah. Like, it's okay. Just because it didn't work with that person doesn't mean that it won't work with somebody. And, and dating sucks. 
It sucks, and nobody wants to do it. Nobody wants to get back out But you don't want to be, 20 years from now, hating the person that you're with. Because you didn't want to walk away. Because you didn't want to walk away. It's okay to admit that the relationship failed, by the way. Yeah, it's it's it's, not even that it failed. It's just saying, hey... We thought we could work together. We see things differently that we we see things differently that we will not change. Mm-hmm. That's it's just not going to work. And honestly, that's growth. And there were many relationships that I was in that I was I upset that they ended. Absolutely. Yeah. But that's because I felt like I tried and it wasn't successful. So it almost felt like a failure. Yeah. I felt like oh my god, this failed and it's my fault. Then I gave it about a week, reflected on it. It was not my fault. <laughs> it was a. We just were not meant to work. Yeah, just... and that's the thing. And even if the relationship does end, you're not a failure. I mean, failure is is only an option if you don't learn from it. Yeah. To me, it's like if if you something doesn't work, you learn and you may do it better next time. Oh, absolutely. And that's that's not failure. That's learning. That's yeah. that's growth. And that's the thing. So don't if you're in a relationship, you guys have been together for two three years, and you're just like, man, this this guy I've or girl. A lot of time. This guy, girl, pisses me off every time, and I, I just, I, I love it when they're at work. I hate when they're near me. I hate when they come <laughs> home, and we're just doing the basic relationship stuff. And we have, the, the when it's good, it's good. My favorite is, I thought we were going to have a good day today. That's when you know yeah. it's time. Yeah, like, the, the, I have said that so many times. Like, I th- we were having a good day today, and now we're not. Yeah. Every day should be an okay day. Yeah. Like, not every day is going to be a good day. But you should not have that many bad days that you're saying this was a good day. <laughs> like, I, I, you know, we have, I mean, you and I have had our bad that, days. That, that saying, though, when it's good, when it's, it's good. good, it's good. That's like, abusive That just means trauma. when it's bad, it's bad. That just means most of the time it's bad. And you know what? And if you're at that point, get out. Just say, hey. Hot girl summers around the corner. Guy, girl, it doesn't matter. Just say, hey, this isn't going to work. I, I care for you, but I don't yeah. feel the same way I used to. It's okay. It's that's okay, okay to admit that you are just not happy anymore. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you both are going to be so grateful that you did not beat a dead horse. Yeah. Like, at that point, you're just making each other miserable. You are not helping the situation, and you're just causing yourself even more stress. Yeah. And then grief down and down the line, you have kids, oh, and man. and then you bring that hatred of each other, or not even. I don't think. I, I think most of the relationship is even the hatred of another person. I think they just can't live with them, and they hate that they're stuck. It's in It's almost situation. like a resentment. Yeah, yeah. Like they don't hate you. But the thing is, is that's not for everybody, though. We know people that didn't break up because. Financially, they couldn't, yeah. and they worked their shit out. Yeah. Like, it just... It, and if you want to try to repair it, I mean, do that. No, but, you, but that's the thing. If you think it can be repaired and both people are wanting to repair it, yeah. go for it. Just know you got to put in the work. But you got to put in the work. It, it's not easy. Relationships no. are not easy. They aren't just supposed to be, like, oh, skipping through a field of flowers. Like, you're in the nitty-gritty. Yeah, I mean, goddamn, we've been together for for almost three years, and we have been through the the trenches. We have (laughs) been through a lot, and again, probably not a lot of some people have been through, maybe, but we have been through quite a bit. And you know what? We're better for it. Arguments and all. Arguments and all. All right, all right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Podcast is on almost all podcasting platforms. Follow us at the radio. Not for most cases. Blog still to come. Just trying to get that. And I'm, b- I'm about to be off school for- soon, so I have a lot of time. I'll to- be a little college graduate. I'll be a college graduate, and I'll have some time. 
to actually work on the stuff. Yeah. And like get the blog up and get the stuff where it needs to be a little bit more rather than focused. Yeah, I see this going a lot of good directions. I've been thinking about some parenting stuff, maybe tossing in there. Yeah, I mean I mean new parent vibes. New parent vibes. I mean we're not I mean we're parents. Well, obviously to be. we're not experts. Yeah, but. well far that's the whole thing. Remember, we do not have degrees in this. There is no Although, credibility here. I'm about to have a degree. You're about to have a little psych. A little psych degree. But there is, like, we're just talking about our experiences from what we've observed. And... You know what? If it helps somebody, great. If it yeah. doesn't, thanks for listening if to you us just, just if, talk. Yeah, if you just want to listen to us, just ramble on. And, like, again, we just ramble on for, like, a hell of a Take care, so much listen. I'm Greg.